This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 694, Band 9 Vocabulary List for Government Answers. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn 10 incredibly high-scoring phrases to discuss the government and its workers in your next IELTS essays and answers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, what's going on? Oh, not too much, Jessica. I'm getting ready to go skiing tomorrow, and then I'll be laying low here on Sunday at the house. So good stuff. Good stuff. That is such a great phrase, to lay low. We're going to lay low as much as possible this weekend. But I mean, geez, we have like... What are we doing tomorrow? Ooh, I got us Captain Marvel tickets. So we're doing that. And I'm super excited Um, because I love Captain Marvel so much. That's one of my tattoos on my fingers is Captain Marvel's like like, (laughs) um, star band thing on her suit. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited. (laughs) Ooh, I I just remembered something. One thing I get super excited about is reviews of our podcast. Before we jump into this, talking about our everything that we're going to be talking about today, I actually just want to say thank you to some people who reviewed us. Awesome. Super cool. Yeah. So a huge thank you to Cien Por Cien. Recomendable from Mexico nice. on February 20th. And actually, the name is Suemi Marine, I think. Okay. Uh, thank you to Jaco Ashirov com- from Kazakhstan. And thank you to Aida Edim uh, from Kazakhstan. Guys, thank wow. you for reviewing our show. We love your reviews. Go ahead and leave us a review. Tell us how this show is helping you to achieve your target score. We want to know. Yes, for sure. And you know what, guys? You can also ask us any IELTS question in your review. And yes. so not only will you get to hear your name on the podcast, but we could do like a whole episode just about what yes. you need to know about IELTS. Definitely. Let us know what you are wondering and we will do our best to answer your question on the show. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much, reviewers. And I can't wait to read the new ones. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So what are we getting into today? We have a two-part series coming up here for the rest of the week. Oh, we're very, yes, we're so organized and serious. So um, (laughs) we do have a two-parter, guys. This is all about the government. So this, these ideas were sparked by a member in our Facebook group, in the Three Keys Facebook group. Um, so thank you, Raheel, for posting this. Um, Raheel says, can I paraphrase the government as the authorities or the bureaucrats? So when Lindsay and I were talking about this vocabulary, we realized there is 
a lot of vocabulary that we could teach you guys about the government and how to talk about the government. But it's also really important that you guys know how to use this and where to use this on the exam. So today we're going to talk about this vocab that you could definitely use on your next test. And then in the next episode, tomorrow, we're going to give you some strategy about where and how to use it. Oh, this is so great. So you guys definitely want to make sure you hang around for both episodes and let's get into it now. So vocab, cool. right? We know that vocab is so important, especially on, well, a high level vocab, right? Writing yes. task two, speaking part three, the, the formal stuff, really important. Right. Yeah, for sure. And stuff about the government and laws. I mean, this pops up all the time. It could even pop up in speaking part two, like describe mm. um, a law in your city that you think should be changed, stuff like that. Yeah. And then in speaking part three and writing task two, as you will hear tomorrow, we'll give you some specific examples. But there's always like you're asked about problems or issues. And you know what, guys, you can always talk about the government doing something to solve these problems. And in fact, that's often the easiest way to tackle these different topics you get. So yes, definitely. You guys need to know a lot of paraphrases for the idea of government because it's also like yes. so huge. Huge, right? Like there's so many yeah. parts of the government we could talk about. Right, exactly. So let's get into the nitty gritty of the government. I mean, I what words it. could we use then? I mean, so when we talk about people who work for the government or just the government in general, what are some things we could use? Yeah. So there's so many phrases, guys, that have slightly different meanings here. So what Raheel noted is... Correct. We can totally say the authorities. And I feel like the authorities also references um, like the police as well. It's a very yeah. inclusive word. So it's very general, um, which means you should definitely use it because like you won't be wrong. Right. So yeah. the authorities is really good. But then bureaucrats is slightly different. I feel like bureaucrats are the people that work for the government. Um, it yeah. might be making laws. It might be just doing paperwork. Mm, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like that word has kind of a negative connotation. I mean, maybe that's yeah. just within the U.S. <laughs> I no, think it probably yeah. is. But yeah, that term kind of has a, a slight negative connotation to it. I, I would agree for sure, um, because it's often used in the phrase um, bureaucratic red tape. So this is a right. great idiom, guys. So red tape is all the rigmarole. That's another good word. It's all like the annoying paperwork that you guys have to go through in order to accomplish something um, like legally or formally, right? So for example, um, trying to get a visa, trying to like get your passport or change your name, change your address at the DMV. All of this stuff, you have to talk to like two or three different people. You have to fill out five forms and wait yeah. two months. Like there's all of these steps, right? So yes. yeah, so it's become quite a negative connotation to talk about the bureaucratic red tape that we go through. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So this is such good stuff. I hope you guys are taking notes on this because oh, gosh, you're yes. going to want to have this when you're studying, you're preparing. So another one is just federal workers, right? And these are people yeah. that are just on the payroll of the U.S. government. It's another broad term. Sure. Yeah. So this is like, I wouldn't say these are politicians, right? So I think right, it's important right. to make this distinction um, because bureaucrats could be 
federal workers and politicians, like they're in there, mm. they're in that group. But federal workers would be the people that like they're not elected, right? Like they applied for this right. job and got it. Maybe they make minimum wage and they mm -hmm. just like answer phones and fill out paperwork kind of. I mean, I'm sure there's more to yeah. it than that. But also like um, mailman, like mailmen are federal workers oh, as right, well. Right, right, right. Right, So anyone who works at an institution, even like the DMV, right? Yes. Someone who works at the DMV could be like a federal worker working for the government. That makes sense too. Yes. And there's also, at least in America, I would love to hear from you guys if this is true in your country. Um, I'm going to ask you a question in a second. But guys, come back to the blog post and comment on some of the stuff we're talking about today, because I would love to hear what it's like in your country. So come back to IELTS.AllersEnglish.com. And this is episode 694. So um, in America, there's there's also negative connotations around the DMV, because the <laughs> lines are always long. Um, the people that work there are usually unhappy, you know, like that's sort of the stereotype yeah. of going to the DMV. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everyone has an experience. Yeah, even the last time I went to get my license renewed a few years ago, it was horrible. Yeah. I had to wait for hours and it's just like, it's so terrible. why can't they do this stuff right? I mean, why can't they do it right? Yeah. You know, there, there's not enough in my view. There's That's kind of like a danger of giving too much power to the government is there's not much innovation in the government. So things True. are not efficient. They don't necessarily always take care of things very well, but that's veering into politics a little bit. <laughs> well, that's also, I mean, like this issue you could talk about on IELTS for sure, right? The the advantages and disadvantages of private versus public um, ownership or, right? Because right. when we say something is in like the public domain, if it's federally run, there's often an element of inefficiency, which is expected. <laughs> yeah. But then if you turn it over to like private enterprise, then mm. what Lindsay is saying, there's like innovation and competition and like a drive yeah. to get better. So these are all such great ideas for your test, you guys. Yeah, this is really good stuff. Really good stuff. And then what about the people who are making the laws, like the elected yeah. officials who are making the laws? What do we call them? Yeah. So, oh, so many words. We could just say lawmakers. I think that's really an easy one. Or also legislators. That's yeah. a lovely one. But then like to get more specific, like congressmen would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Of yeah. senators and representatives. Yes. If we get even more specific. So there are a lot of ways that we can that we can label this. Definitely. Um, and yeah. then as far as like, oh, <laughs> I just realized we should probably explain what DMV is. DMV oh, yeah. is the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> So that's yeah. probably important to know. And guys, yeah. like when you're discussing this stuff, instead of just repeating government, 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 think about who, what specific branch or department in the government, because these exist all over the world, right? There's going to be a department of motor vehicles. There's going to be um, like the mail agency. So when you're um, talking or writing about this, just talk about which department as well would be responsible. Yeah, that's a really good point. This is so good. So we have <laughs> legislators, lawmakers, Congress people, right? We have senators, mm -hmm. representatives. I mean, anything else that our listeners need to know in terms of, I mean, we've given our listeners a lot of good words today. So many good words. I think just the last point I would like to make about this is um, that because sometimes I hear students just saying like president and uh, prime minister, but like interchangeably. 
Mm. And that's not correct, right? It, right. it depends mm. on the country and the role, the type of government that they have. So right. I think it is important to, again, read the news. Try to think about which countries have presidents, which have prime ministers, and then if they're not elected, maybe it's a dictator. So I think these specific words for the types of leaders of government would also be um, worth checking out. Yeah, I mean, reading the news is so important, not just for vocab, but for ideas. Yes. Right? I mean, when you're reading the news regularly, maybe you're watching the news, listening to it on a, on a podcast, you've got ideas bubbling up in your head all the time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right? And you're not going to be paralyzed by the fear of lack of ideas. Let's get past that fear. Let's get past that problem when it comes to IELTS. Let's conquer other things like structure, templates. Let's get past right. the fear of going blank for ideas exactly. by just putting ideas in our heads, guys, exposing <laughs> ourselves to the media, right? That's the way to do that. Exactly. And if you have our three keys study plan, then you know exactly what to read to get these ideas, what to listen to, what to watch and when, right? Because that's the biggest problem. You guys know by now that it's not just about testing skills. It's about your overall English and like Lindsay said, the ideas that you have. But then you're stuck with, okay, I have this knowledge. Where do I get it? Like, I know I need it, but, but from where? So guys, that's why the study plan is so vital to your preparation so you don't waste any more time because you shouldn't just be reading the front page of the newspaper. That is definitely not enough, right? Like there are so many resources you guys should be exploring for your English and your IELTS skills. So in the study plan, we tell you exactly where to go and what to read. Yeah. And it's also knowing what to do with those resources, right? So it's not right. just go and read this. We tell you in the yeah. plan what to do with that resource and how long to spend on that resource and which part of the test that's going to help you with. So yep. definitely get into our course, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic to get the basic plan or to get the personal coach plan, which includes coaching on Skype with Jessica. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. Yes. And remember to use those links, you guys, because those are only for you podcast listeners. So you can get the special bonus that I made for you for the speaking exam, how to stand out in front of the examiner. Yeah, very cool. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out. I'll My see you. Oh, and, and tomorrow we will yes. we'll be here for part two of yes. this topic, right? So tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about how to put this these vo vocab boards into a problem solution essay, right? Yes. How to do that. This will exactly. be great. I can't wait. Okay. It's really fun. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, Lizzie, I will see you tomorrow then. All right. See you then. Bye. Right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.